On a morning in late March, the end of the summer in the southern hemisphere, a woman stands high on the Koenig Glacier on the island of South Georgia. She is as tall as an Amazon, with the long silver hair of a Nordic princess and a delicate prettiness that is quintessentially English. But none of that is visible for now. The thermal diving suit she wears renders her sexless and featureless, indistinguishable from the man crouched nearby on the ice. As he goes about his business, checking air tanks, valves and weights, Felicity stares into the depths of a glacial blue lake. Beneath her feet, the packed snow groans as she moves to the water's edge. The ice around her is so white, so bright, it burns her eyes. But the lake is the iridescent blue of liquid sapphires. Its depth is immeasurable, compelling and terrifying at once. It is like looking into eternity. Her eyes drop to the letter she is holding. My dearest Felicity, finally I've found you. South Georgia, wow. Know, my darling, that there is nowhere you can go that I won't follow. A hand lands on her shoulder and she leaps around in fright. Sorry, sorry. Jack takes a startled step back. Only me. He lowers his voice. Are you all right? There is a lump in her throat that won't seem to swallow away. I'm fine, she croaks. Just nervous. Jack's eyes narrow before he bends to the ice. You dropped something. You know this is going to get wet, don't you? He's got the letter. It's fine, I've got it, please. Felicity grabs it back and bends to tuck it into her kit bag. Flick, what's up? She has to get a grip. She has time. She's prepared, even if the worst happens. She just has to get through today. As she straightens up, Jack's voice is still pitched low so that only she can hear him. Flick, seriously, I can do this myself. You can talk me through it from here. You don't have to. Normally it isn't hard to smile at Jack. His face is so open, so kind, so entirely dependable. Today, though, she can't even force it. I'm fine, she says. Let's do it. She takes her comms equipment, and a few seconds later, the sound of wind on snow becomes that of radio static. Jack hands over her mask, and she waits for a moment before fixing it in place as though this might be the last time she sees the horseshoe of snow-capped mountains, the pale turquoise sky, and the shadow of albatross wings over silver ice. Can you hear me, Flick? The voice in her earpiece is that of their teammate, Alan, 20 yards back from the lake edge. He will direct the dive from the surface. Loud and clear. Felicity allows Jack to lift the oxygen tanks onto her shoulders. Koenig Glacier team to King Edward Point, she hears. 22nd of March, 0915 hours. Flick and Jack are going down now. 30-minute dive to position depth sensor and underwater camera. Conditions good. Take it easy, comes the reply from base. No unnecessary risks. You ready, Flick? At her signal, Jack steps out, and a blue wave swallows him up. Felicity follows and falls into a world of pain, 
cold water shock. She forces her breath in and out and waits for it to pass. When she is calm enough to open her eyes, she sees Jack taking hold of the underwater camera. She looks up, sees the depth sensor being lowered and grasps it. Time to get moving. Jack's voice, rasping over the comm system, is unrecognisable. They leave the surface and are consumed by a world of blue and white, in which the only sound is that of heavy, laboured breathing. Felicity and Jack follow the ice wall down, their headlights picking out fantastical shapes. Faces peer at them, animals from legend spring and coil in the ice crevasses. The blue lake, which forms every spring from meltwater, has been steadily accumulating for five months now. Sometime in the next few weeks, possibly even today, the ice of the lake's bed will fracture. The lake will drain, sending a 100,000 cubic metres of meltwater through an intricate, hidden drainage system until it reaches bedrock. From there, it will flow out into the southern Atlantic Ocean. The release of so much water might be the trigger that forces the ice to break apart, to send another massive iceberg tumbling into the sea. Blue lakes, it is believed, play a crucial part in the movement of glaciers and the creation of bergs.